What's up, car nerds? It's your favorite supercar fanatics, Jay and Kevin. We're here to convince you that cars aren't just to get you from point A to point P. This is Fuel for Thought. Welcome back to the Fuel for Thought podcast to episode 11. Yes, that's right. We've already made 10 other episodes, so go listen to those first. But today we're doing episode 11, and we are talking about some fast motherfucking trucks. <laughs> I'm Jay, and I'm here with Kevin. Hello. And let's get started. Do you want to kick it off, Kevin? Yep. Um, so the episode, like you mentioned, is trucks. But most specifically, we're going to focus on the like off-road showdown, I guess, of the truck. Um, so essentially the big three. Um, so Ford, Ram, or yeah, Ram. And then... Um, GM, which is like Chevy and GMC. The three big boys. Yeah, the three big ones. Um, we're going to be looking at them. And, um, yeah, they, um, they... <laughs> it's okay, it's late at night. <laughs> yeah, it's late at night. Um, <laughs> I'll just keep rolling. This is fun. Yeah, that's just, my brain's not working. It's all good. Um, I can kick it off, too, if you want. Yeah, so we're just looking at the off-road variants. Um, the big market, as we know, like trucks are, I, I think they're the, the biggest, other than minivans and like compact cars, trucks are probably the third biggest um, market maker, uh, especially we're seeing like North America, like especially in the US. Yeah. Like every second family has a, a truck, a pickup yeah. truck. I think I saw a ridiculous statistic, I think it was like two years ago, but that an F-150 is sold every 15 seconds in the United States. So I would not doubt it. Pretty it's, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big hit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, what? So what manufacturers are doing? Obviously, they're seeing the success success of these trucks, and they're like, "How can we, you know, keep pushing these trucks? How can we keep um, making more money?" Yeah. Just so, like every other car manufacturer we talked about recently. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. They're a business. Um, so yeah, like. The market is just almost oversaturated at this point. So you got like the small compact trucks, like the Ranger Colorado. You got the half ton, uh, but within the half ton, you got like all these new variants. So you got like the diesel, like the small um, diesel variants. So like the Eco Diesel for um, Ram, and then the uh, I don't know what the name is for um, Chevy, but you got those diesel. You got electric now with the Ford Lightning. You got the normal gas, uh, like NAV8 or now turbos. Uh, you even got like the insane horsepower, like we're going to talk about the TRX and Raptor R. Uh, and then that's not including the full-size trucks. Yeah, so, there's, there's definitely enough on the market to to go around and for everyone to kind of find what they what they like in here. But I remember we even talked about a little while ago that um, Dodge is also coming out with an electric truck, right? Yeah, it's um I think it's being released next year. It's called the Ram Rev and it's like cuz you know how everything's like EV, so they yeah. put like uh. an R in front of it to I don't know, to make it sound cool. Um, like the Ram EV REV, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the renders, I don't know, they look cool in my opinion. Um it kind of it's kind of weird I think they did like like the four lightning with the like following line I, I don't really like that on the tailgate mm. um, for the the taillights but any other than that it, it looks pretty dope 
Yeah. I, I'm curious how many uh, how many laptop batteries and how many how many little African children have to dig <laughs> in the dirt for lithium. For lithium, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just I don't know if hybrids or or electric cars are actually yeah. <laughs> saving the environment. Because um, we have to see a movement towards different kind of batteries, maybe. But maybe that's a topic for another episode that we could do as well. Yeah, or we just don't have vehicles. Like, if we really want to save the planet. Just walk, walk, bro. Yeah, just walk everywhere. If you want to go to Alaska, just just walk it. It's gonna take a couple months, but you'll get there. Yeah, if you really really want to go, you'll 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 make the trip. Yeah, you need the motivation. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, All right. Cool. Um, so, which one did you want to talk about first? I know there's these big three that we want to talk about, which is the Raptor R, the Ram TRX, and the Silverado ZR2. So, what's uh, what's your favorite, and which one should we start with? Um let's just like go over the specs first um so it's it's kind of an interesting market right now there's not really like they're competing against each other but they're all kind of in their own bracket in a way because you look so the ram trx was like you know in my opinion like kind of blew blew up the off-road truck the raptor was super successful before that um with the i think it was like 6.2 liter v8 yeah um which dominating and then they did the whole like new generation and then switched to a v6 twin turbo it sold a lot but i i don't feel like it was um how do you say like enjoyed or legendary status yeah it was kind of like oh you know it's just an eco boost and like ford just shoves this eco boost absolutely everywhere (laughs) Um, it's in the Ford GT, the Mustangs, the normal F-150. It's like, it's just, it didn't really feel as a passion project as much as the first gen. Yeah, especially um, like if you think about, you know, it's it's American, it's a truck. You think V8, big, fat V8, the fattest V8 you can fit in there. That's, that's like how history has had it for the longest time, right? So the fact yeah. that they chose to put, you know, a little EcoBoost V6 in there, that's the same engine in a Ford Fusion, you know, like... <laughs> It's yeah. not really what you'd like to see from that, but um, yeah, no, I, I I don't know why they why they would have done that. I love the styling on the V6 EcoBoost Raptor. If mm-hmm. that thing had a V8, I would be a really big fan of that uh, styling. I really like the the reach. Well, I got news for you. The Raptor R came out, Is that which the same has styling? it's yeah, it's exactly the same body, same everything. They just put a supercharged V8 in it. Okay, now we're now we're talking. Okay. Now we're talking. Yeah, um, because they saw the success with the TRX. Um, that thing is just pulling insane numbers. Like, yeah. um, so many trucks sold. So they're like, you know, let's cash in on this. We have. Um, so essentially, they took the GT500 engine, shoved it in the Raptor, and called it a day. And. Yeah. Um, the one thing, so like looking at specs, like um, same, well, not same displacement. Um, the Ram is 6.2, whereas the Raptor R is 5.2, but they're both supercharged V8. Um, they both make 700 horsepower. Um, torque, pretty much the same, 650 and 640. Um, so it's pretty comparable. Um, and 0 to 60 is just insane 3.8 3.6 we're yeah, getting in like supercar territory and something that weighs like 6,000 pounds yeah let's just be honest if you're you know hauling some hay bales for your horses those things are not going to be in the back for very long yeah that, that those things are 
flying out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like the only really big difference between these two um, is the price point, which my in my opinion, I, I feel like Ford just missed the, the ball here. Like, yeah, trucks are getting more expensive. Like we're, we're seeing trucks, just normal everyday trucks pushing 100k, which 10 years ago was like, why would you ever spend that much on a truck? Yeah. But nowadays it's like it's common like the the I don't know F F two fifty limited or all those like highly trimmed trucks like full on leather like luxurious they're pushing hundred k but for for Ford to come out with the Raptor which is like supposed to compete with the TRX and to price it like almost thirty thousand Canadian above is like crazy. Yeah, it's definitely ambitious of them to assume that. I think just maybe they're just trying to have this image that it's more... I feel like Ford's always kind of been that in terms of, like, even compared to Dodge, that they're a little bit more of a premium brand compared to Dodge. That's kind of always the the image I've gotten anyway in terms of what they think of themselves as a brand. So I think in that sense it makes sense, but given the specs and everything else, it's... It's very ambitious, like I said. Like, yeah, 30K, like, you could go and buy another car with the difference, right? Yeah. And I just... I, I guess if you want, like, really want a Ford, you can just settle for the Raptor, like, the twin-turbo V6, which is probably going to be about the same ballpark price for the TRX, but, like, then the specs don't match. Yeah. Like, the TRX is going to win all, all day long with, like, 700 horsepower and, like... I mean, it sounds insane too. Like, I, I don't like the sound of the EcoBoost V6. No, it's it sounds like a some sort of vacuum cleaner. Like, I don't know. It's they might be quick zero to a hundred, but after that, eh, definitely kind of tapers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's interesting that they just completely price themselves out. Um, I'm sure it's still gonna sell super well because I don't know how these people like even the TRX. We're like I was looking on um, like used listings in, just in Ontario, just for fun. They're selling for like a hundred and ten grand Canadian. So people are just flipping these things, eh? Yeah, well, that's like new price. Like even yeah. looking at the official Dodge um, Dodge site, that's like about what a new one costs. But it's like we see so many. Like I, I'm just I don't know who's buying these. Yeah, like, that's, that's who has this much money to spend on. Presumably, just one car. They probably have another one because you can't drive a truck everywhere. So, like, yeah, I one word, my friend, financing. Financing. <laughs> it's the only yeah. way I can do it, or, or even leasing. I feel like it's that's. We'll have to do another episode on this because it's a whole different discussion. But yeah, that's that's definitely definitely an interesting decision where they decide to do that, especially if it's not their main car and they don't need it, and then they they end up financing it on the super strung out long term, paying lots of interest just to, to own one of these cars to kind of look the part so to speak to yeah. act like they're well off or whatever I don't know if that's really the goal but I mean if you weren't doing it for status I mean you'd probably just be buying a normal Raptor or maybe even a normal F-150 right probably I mean yeah if, if you just need I don't know I don't know if it's status it's like this human need to always be the best of exactly. the best so like that's why these car companies keep 
releasing new stuff like the the most horsepower the fastest truck it's like there's always like this dick measuring contest of like oh well my truck's better than yours <laughs> and people are willing to spend more money on it to to be presumably better yeah, it's always the funny contradiction, too, because growing up, you know, and you, you probably know that, too, we'd always just say, you know, big truck, small dick kind of thing. But Yeah. So it's kind of, you know, that they're, they're trying to make the faster, bigger, meaner truck and thinking they, it's, they've, you know, it's a larger package, so to speak, but it's kind of the opposite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, no, I, I think there's definitely a market for it. Like you said, there's definitely going to be those fanatics that love the V8 Raptor and that... Like, I know my dad, he has the, the 2012 Raptor, the, the 6.2 liter V8, and he absolutely loves that thing. It's that got like pretty dope. 360,000 kilometers on it. Yeah, he's got some cool mods on it, some custom wheels and, and bumpers and whatever. Um, but yeah, he was he was so stoked when this one came out because he was so sad to see the V6 EcoBoost. And he thought that was kind of the future, but now they brought the V8 back. So um, yeah, I think, I think he... If his Raptor ever breaks down, I think he'll end up buying the R. <laughs> Hopefully, cool. yeah. That'd be dope. It's. I'm glad that Ford did it, though. I, I feel like, like you said, like we kind of just accepted the fate of the Raptor. Like, oh, it's never going to have a V8. Um, but now, like, it was kind of a, a shock. Like, it kind of just popped out, you know surprised everyone um I, I really think the trx like push forward to do it um and release a, a raptor with v8 and i'm i'm glad they did it because yeah. like that's kind of you know keeping the whole american v8 going going strong um, yeah it's kind of funny because they're influencing each other in other ways right because i think ram or dodge in general push the Raptor R, but then Ford also pushed, you know, with the Lightning for the electric counterpart for Dodge to start developing that. So I think kind of they're they're playing the game of tag here of who can who can kind of come come up with what's better first. And obviously they were focused on different areas at different times. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting to kind of see them, you know, in this like two-legged race that they're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And um, I'm just going <laughs> to... Just because I wanted to include Chev in here, um, the <laughs> yeah, Silverado. Yeah, about that once. <laughs> yeah, so it's, I guess they're just doing their own thing. Um, so they have the Silverado ZR2, um, which is like pretty reasonable. I, I would say it's still expensive in my eyes, but they're, it comes around to 70K, uh, that's US. Um, just an EV8 uh, makes 420 horsepower, which is respectable. But when we're looking at the other ones, it's like, okay, that's I a mean, big even, even for the price, it's not a good deal. Like, you're you're losing almost half the horsepower for, like, what? What is that? 16000 US dollars less than the TRX? Yeah. That, that's not a great trade-off, honestly. And I don't think people see Chevy as, as, as luxurious of a brand as maybe Dodger or Ford. That's just my personal opinion. I don't know if that's actually true, but... Yeah. I think if you think about it, roughly speaking, you'd be thinking more of, say, a luxurious or, like, maybe even performance-wise, like, Dodger or Ford would likely do it better. Chevy yeah. fans don't shit on me, but, yeah. I, I can see it. Like, they're, they're known for being reliable. Um, like, you can have this truck, like, use it. It's more like a workhorse, yeah. whereas the others are more, like, fun, like out there um 
So yeah, it's uh, yeah. I think there's two ways you can think about it too, because I guess like that's kind of why trucks were made, right? To like you know be be useful and add value to people who are trying to do you know like home renovations or work on a farm or anything like that just being productive using trucks and i feel like chevy has kind of stayed more true to that nature whereas like ford and and dodge are kind of branching out into like you know the more performance-based side uh which is fine but again chevy i think kind of like staying closer to their roots and kind of the reason why trucks were actually made right for the Mm -hmm. you know they got got enough torque and just enough power to carry stuff but nothing ridiculous which honestly i kind of respect it yeah and i i I can see why trucks are, are now so popular because like it just i mean even with these like i guess supercar trucks like huge performance like you're almost at this point like combining everything into one vehicle like yeah you got comfort daily driver if you don't care about um fuel economy um because that's something we're gonna get into these these trucks are just insane on gas it's brutal um and then you can like that's the thing i enjoyed about like when i own my truck it's just so versatile like you can do everything like i can go off-roading i can cruise on the highway i can like just load it up with a bunch of stuff and like help my friends move i can like you know put a hitch on it and tow something there's just so many things you can do with it um that it just you don't almost you almost don't need another vehicle yeah and even like now with these trucks like the trx you can almost put like performance car in there so you don't need that like we can get away car that's like performance and then you got the daily no you just put it all in one truck yeah it's pretty I, cool i agree with that it's kind of like you know like the smartphone analogy but for a truck right like you got pretty much like a computer in your hand with a phone that can do pretty much everything and that's that's kind of what these remind me of too exactly like what you said it's kind of trying to combine everything into like an all-in-one package not the best in any class per se but yeah you know it's still a well-rounded package i guess Mm-hmm. And not to mention, like this, some of the super cabs, which I don't know if these comes in that, they come in that, but um, they even have like seating for five, so it's also technically like a minivan too. Yeah, all, all these have seating for five. Um, they're not like so you can't do um, like mega cab or extended cab. Um, they're just like fixed size of the cabin, which is you still have plenty of leg room in the back. Um, and yeah, you can like definitely haul your family around. Um, they don't have the the bench seat anymore, um, so before yeah, you could have six. six right? Yeah, but, that was um, pretty cool. Yeah, now it's I, I don't know if it's regulations or they they just want to have a glove box, but uh, yeah, it's, it's only five seats. You can shove people in the box though. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as you're you know on your farm or whatever, and there's no cops around, you can you can fit up to fifty people in there if you really wanted to. If you try, yeah. <laughs> put some water in the back too it'd be like a little pool party mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's um, a cool thing too so diving something while researching um like this this um this topic i i found was a uh, car and driver actually got a trx to do like um they usually do like the long-term tests uh so they had it for forty thousand kilometers or forty thousand miles 
just using it every day, like beating on it to see if something would break. And uh, the truck did flawlessly. The only issue is like um, a touchscreen replacement, um, which is when. So for those of you who don't know that the like facelift RAM got like a massive kind of like Tesla, like a massive iPad um, in the the center, so you can like control everything. And um, when it first came out, the the screen was just like not responsive. It was like just total garbage. They since fixed that, um, so that was one of the issues they had on the test drive. Uh, and then another thing was like a clunky driveline, which is pretty concerning. Uh, What's the driveline? Is that like the transmission? Or no, that well, it goes from the transmission to like uh, the um, transfer case. Oh, okay. Yeah, or, it's like the in between. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's just a shaft that rotates, um, which is concerning because like that thing goes really fast like it spins really fast so if there's clunking it means like something's maybe loose and um that's not something you want loose i mean this thing yeah it's brand new that's that's kind of concerning yeah um so yeah dodge did have like uh a, a part on back order um but it never got changed in forty thousand miles so um, i yeah i don't know how i feel about that that's yeah that's not great that's not too great um but the other thing i found hilarious is um so the truck overall got 11 mpg um, over the whole test drive, which is 4.7 kilometers per liter. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, and they spend a total of $16,000 on gas. Let me do a quick back of the napkin math here, what that is in liters per hundred kilometers, because that is hilarious. Yeah, so th that's the one, like, the, like we said, the trucks are good at, like, pretty much everything except fuel economy like you i mean it's to be expected these things are super heavy um they got the aerodynamics of a cardboard box so obviously they're you know they're pushing the air not driving through it um so yeah they'll never be good fuel economy and then throw in a massive like supercharged v8 and it's just like out the window yeah like okay i did a quick calculation so that ends up being just over 21 liters 100 kilometers so yeah that's that's a lot um for reference my my car is a v10 and it does roughly 16 liters per 100 kilometers so this is way worse and i know i know that as a fact because my dad's truck is the exact same way like in the city it's like 20 to 25 um on the highway it's maybe 17 16 if you're lucky so yeah, they definitely haven't improved that since since the last generation. Yeah, and I, I think it just comes with the nature. It's yeah. too heavy, big old motor. Big displacement, exactly. Yeah, so, like, even for me, like, my truck was terrible on gas, and it wasn't, like, anything. Yeah, what did you have for the audience? I, I had a Ram 1500 with the Hemi. Um, that's, a good, that's a good engine, too. What year yeah. is it? Uh, 2008, I think. Okay. It was, um, yeah, but terrible on gas. I, I remember, like, I would drive to work every day, um, and every Friday I'd have to go to the gas pump, and it was just, like, I mean, back then the price, gas prices were lower, but it was, like, 100, 150. <laughs> just insane. I was, like, I was working, paying it off, and then paying in my gas, and that's pretty much where <laughs> all my money went. 
um yeah, but I, I love that thing like i'm so glad i did i did it yeah like you said it's just you just have so many uses for it so it makes it a lot of fun because you can just do everything with it and go into the mountains and have all-wheel drive you know you have all those options as well yeah yeah for sure yeah, um good. so yeah looking um looking at the raptor um there's still it's still pretty new um so like it hasn't really hit the streets yet there's a couple around but um it, i guess it's not really popular it's still um slowly rolling out but um like i mentioned it, it has the gt500 engine which is um sounds insane i i love that engine like um it's just so so raw it's not like I feel like the Hellcat engine is like, you know, you got the supercharger one and it's just like at the back, it's kind of like thunder almost, yeah. but the GT500 is more like, the crisp more, almost. Yeah. More like fine tune, less like I'm going to kill you kind of yeah. sound. It's more like, you know, I, I'm going to hurt you, but like in a pleasant way. It's more like towards those like German V8s, I feel like. Yeah. The the Audi and the BMW V8s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um and yeah, the thing I found interesting is they shoved this like big old V eight um in there and um the truck only managed to weigh like a hundred pounds more than the V six Raptor. Um so they, they achieved that through like um a bunch of uh, lighter components like spe I think it was especially the bodywork um, so it's pretty interesting you're getting about the same weight truck um, but a whole lot more horsepower yeah. um, so I mean the, that means the you know power to weight is gonna be so much better too yeah yeah for sure um, and the thing I, I don't know why but Ford just didn't put launch control in the truck which I know it sounds ridiculous, like, who the fuck needs launch control in the truck, <laughs> it's but funny. it's, like, I, the thing, like, we, we don't understand is it's programmed in the transmission and, um, and the engine. It's, like, already in the GT500. I guess it's a different transmission for the truck, but still, like, it should be already figured out. It should just be, like, a software update. Just put it in, like... Yeah. I don't know why, but I'm picturing... It's like, you know, farmer out in the middle of Texas and he's got his huge, like, horse trailer on the back of that thing and just launching it on this dirt road. But you can launch a, a TRX, which... That's pretty hilarious. I, I like that, though. Yeah. I, that's so America. <laughs> it is. It's so show-off. Like, <laughs> it's just great. You don't need it in a truck, but... It doesn't have to make sense, you know? It's, yeah. It's just, some, it's just a show-off kind of thing, you know? People get in your truck and they're like, oh, nice truck, and then you just launch your truck. People are like, what the hell did you just do? Yeah. It's pretty cool. I, I think it's... They should have added it, but oh well. Yeah. Um, and then the, in terms of the Chevy, uh, I know we're not talking about it, but it's just boring, kind of. Um, the thing I, I, I don't get, I, I don't know if they're... Maybe they are working on this, but like GM has a supercharged V8. Um, they've had it for a while. It's in Cadillacs. It's, I mean, they, they made the Cadillac Escalade V, which... Right. is a 700 horsepower SUV so why not take that engine and put it in the truck also like, the CTSV right the older yeah yeah, yeah the black wing um, like they have the engine it's proven they can just use the transmission probably from the Escalade so why not put it in the Chevy and like compete with these guys I feel like they're always lacking behind like 
they were lacking behind with the off-road uh, variants now we got the ZR2 um, finally but now we're like the market moved somewhere else we're now like powerful off-road trucks and they're just now getting their off-road truck so it's like you know they, yeah. they could capitalize on this but I think it just comes back to that that idea that maybe they don't want to have something in that you know yeah that domain of, of like an insane truck maybe I don't know that's just me guessing but like otherwise why wouldn't they right uh, yeah I don't know it's interesting um, I'll have to have someone from Chevy on the show at some point <laughs> yeah corporate get corporate on the phone <laughs> like a I bug on my mic and be like you know maybe tell them it's for a podcast and they might answer it's where they shut sure yeah let's slide in their DMs um, okay. now what's the bison package it's um, essentially it's just a ZR2 with different um, bumpers and like side uh, side skirts and then uh, more skid plates it's like more intense off-road package um, it costs like eight grand more Jeez. but it's still just same power same engines they didn't even make a power bump it's just aesthetics at this point yeah that, that's interesting too because again it's it's not too much more powerful than some of their their best trucks but then they're offering these like crazy side skirts and skid plates which i mean i guess if you're doing a bunch of off-roading but i don't know interesting and yeah k2 that's like more than 10 percent of the price of the truck it's pretty steep too yeah well they have like a whole interior and like graphic package and like that it looks with it yeah, oh, it's, okay. it's part of it, That's but it's like, I don't know, I, I would have loved to see different engine or something, but no, yeah. it's just a aesthetics, essentially. Um, yeah, but like, one, one thing I was thinking of, like, when looking for these, like, looking around these trucks, it's like, we're, we're talking about, like, 100k, 120, 140, maybe, like, you can get a lot of cool cars for that money yeah not so. to mention a few cars if you if you yeah. want to stay you know if you want like a a simpler truck or even like an suv or something right like you can get something very reliable and decent maybe you're not a car person and want something more functional which i guess you kind of have to be a car person to buy these trucks anyway but like you could easily get two or three very good suvs or maybe even trucks for this price so it's definitely uh, not for everybody yeah um and then one th or two things before it close off uh there's one one or i guess a couple concept pictures that been thrown around um the internet kind of blew up it's uh essentially just a, a trx but made to look like similar body style to a bronco like a two-door suv kind of looking thing um it looks funky but i i kind of like it like it's because if we if we look at the market right now this really for dodge there's no competition for bronco they they do have the jeep which is like you can get a two-door jeep but it's it's not really powerful it's just a jeep but like i i think it would be cool to have something or maybe even take a jeep and put a hellcat engine in it like a two-door jeep insane. yeah I, th I think you know dodge could have foreign 
fun with it. Um, uh, we've seen Dodge just shove the Hellcat engine pretty much anything now. Um, they did the Cherokee or Grand Cherokee, or yeah, yeah, Grand Cherokee, um, Durango, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, why not put it in a in a Jeep? Yeah, no, that's a good point. I need even just like, you know, just in general, just their SRT eight engines are good anyway. So I mean. If, and then they throw a supercharger on top of that it's even better so yeah they, they did do a special edition jeep uh, it was 392 so they it was the hemi engine um uh in in a jeep rubicon i think they're called it was pretty cool um but they did like a limited edition so yeah i've only seen like one or two of them um it would definitely give rubicons a second look if they they had v8s you know as an option even be yeah, cool. it would be yeah for sure. Yeah, looking at this, looking at this picture of the TRX in that Bronco style, like actually really reminds me of my dad's truck too. Because again, his he doesn't have the super cab of the 2012 Raptor, so he has the two door, and he's also got his canopy on there too. So, I mean, maybe we can post a photo of that on the on our page, and you guys can check it out. But yeah, the pap cap, yeah. that's what they're they're called. Yeah, I think he ordered it down from somewhere in California. It was like custom made um, with like window length that you can choose as well for the back back part of the cab. But it, it, like the paint matching is pretty impressive, and you got like the whole like back opening section too. So that's it's pretty cool. useful, and you can fit a lot in there because it's the same height as the cab, obviously. Yeah. So yeah, I think when they moved down south, they had everything in the back, and I think it fit like sixteen Home Depot normal size moving boxes so yeah might be might be a good alternative too and you, you, it doesn't get stolen either if you're on the road so yeah i, cool. I also had that on, on my truck like a yeah. back cap yeah um mine was like it it kind of like extended at the back um so i remember like i just couldn't go underground parking lots <laughs> because i just wouldn't fit uh so yeah but it, i i like it because like I, I could just shove stuff in there uncovered and not worry about oh is it gonna get rained on or is someone gonna snatch yeah, it exactly like you just shove it in there lock it and then yeah you're, I mean, you're good hell you can even sleep in it if you go camping that's pretty cool i i think uh i don't know if i did that or i almost did that um but yeah i i thought about like just i was gonna get ready to insulate the, the whole cab and then just put a mattress and go camping that sounds um, awesome even just like you know if you want to go on the road for a week or two, you know, just yeah, just done with that. life. You're like, fuck yeah. it, I'm just gonna drive, see where I end up. Yeah, just do it. Do a road trip and have a good time. Like, you can definitely do that in one of these things. Like, you can even get like, I don't know, with with the older ones, but you can even get those plugs, right? That like have like the normal 110 volt outlet things, so you can like, you know, you can make your breakfast or you can do whatever you want. That's yeah, that's I think pretty much standard on all trucks now. They yeah. have like a 110 volt. Um, plug in the back back box it's just standard yeah it's, it's pretty, pretty cool. sweet i mean you can do anything all you need is a place to shower really and you know you use a bathroom but other than that see the more we talk about it the more i want one of these pickup trucks <laughs> so the question is if you like had to buy one of these which one would you pick Oof. yeah that's a good question I'm, it's kind of tough because again the price difference so i don't know but like screw the price like just just based off which one's more appealing to you which one would you pick 
I mean, like I said, I, I've always loved that V6 Raptor, like the, the facelift that they did when they had that come out. So the fact that it has a V8 now with the Raptor R, I'm going to have to go with that for sure. How about you? I, I'm always a Ram fan. Yeah, always I have been. So. <laughs> Ram and G-Wagon, that's all Kevin needs. I mean, a couple supercars too in the garage, but yeah. yeah I, I'm just sidecars, right? Yeah. I, I'm definitely a big fan of the, the Ram TRX. That'd I think... Fun. I know, I remember when they released, so initially they released a, a concept, a Ram TRX concept, like, God, probably five years ago. That thing was the coolest thing. It was it was actually in Forza. Um, so cool, it had like side exit exhaust and like, that's, I think it had supercharged V8, even back then. Um, and it just blew up on the internet. And then Dodge was just like, nah, we're not gonna do it. Um, it was just a concept just for fun so then you know everyone was like kind of disappointed but then yeah like a couple years ago they're like here you go here's your trx that you all wanted and were patiently waiting for and it they knocked it out of the park like the, i, I love this thing they obviously took their time too which is really good and it shows the effort that went into it too and kind of their attention to detail but um again yeah it'd be cool to race these you know you'll have launch control but uh I don't know. We'll see what happens. But also, uh, on a bit of a sadder note, be careful with these trucks because I showed Kevin a photo earlier this week of here in Toronto, just like this pancake flattened TRX that drove into like a center beam of like a, an overpass. And I mean, this guy, this guy must have been cooking. Like, yeah. what do you think he was doing based on that photo? It must have been at least high hundreds, maybe low two hundreds. The news reports were saying a hundred and thirty. I There's don't believe no that for yeah, a minute. It was, it was practically flat. Like there wasn't much left. Yeah, like he he crashed into a pole, and I think the pole went in the middle, and like the truck just split. Yeah, like, like it was it was gone, and obviously the guy passed away, which is really sad. But yeah, just a reminder: it's a truck. It's not a McLaren P one. Just chill. Yeah, that being said, though, like, if you're going to crash, I'd rather crash in a, tr like, being in a truck than crash, like, let's say, that is a, a low Porsche that's, like, the safety very of, yeah. tight. Yeah, because this thing's, like, there's a lot of weight, meaning a lot of metal. Like, it's, yeah, uh, that thing's safe. It's going to protect you. Definitely. Yeah, and you always got that big, big block in front of you, too, that can hopefully take a blow. Yeah, for sure. Cool. All right. Any uh, any closing thoughts? No. I think we covered everything. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for listening to us ramble for another, I don't know, what was that, an hour maybe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Glad to have you guys here. And uh, so that was episode 11. We'll see you next week for episode 12. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Goodbye. If you're still around, you must be a nerd just like us. In that case, head over to our Instagram at fuelforthought underscore podcast to check out our custom car specs. See you next week, and don't forget to hit the throttle today.